Welcome to the world's first Straight Talk SolarCast. This is your go-to podcast for answers about solar. Brought to you by Solar Harmonics in Northern California, who invite their customers to own their energy by purchasing a solar panel system for their home, business, or farm. Each episode, we discuss questions facing people making the decision to go solar. The solutions to your questions are given to you straight by one of the leading experts in the solar industry, Jamie Duran, president of Solar Harmonics. Feel free to search our library for answers to questions that you're facing when considering solar. And now, here's Adam Duran, our host with the questions, and Jamie Duran, our solar expert with Straight Talk SolarCast. Hello, Jamie. Hello, Adam. How's everything in the land of solar this week? Oh, it's uh, it's really good. Lots of people going solar, lots of people excited uh, to go solar. And I just got back from uh, the Save the Solar or no, uh, Don't Tax Our Solar <laughs> rally in San Francisco today. Wow. Uh, so it was put on by the Cal uh, California uh, Solar and Storage Association. Okay. And so everyone went to march on the steps of uh, the Public Utilities Commission. Good and just uh, you know explain our displeasure with uh, the even the consideration that uh, the net energy metering charges the access fee and then the retroactive uh, fees that would be charged to everyone who's gone solar. So it was exciting. So, I like this yeah, rally <laughs> much better than the last one. For oh, sure. good. So, yeah. Lots of people, lots of news crews there, everybody. Both and both, yep. Really? And lots of uh, people who, uh, you know, they needed a little refresher on how a PA system works, uh, you know, before because you can't understand anything they're saying when they scream into a PA system but or a bullhorn. But, uh, you know, uh, overall, it was a much better message because... Uh, the last one was save our solar jobs. Right. And when, you know, unemployment is so low, that uh, I don't think that really resonates because 99.9% of the people could go get another job in roofing or construction in less than a day. So yeah. uh, then, and get probably get paid more than what they're paying, get, getting paid now. Oh, wow. Uh, and so the, the new one, uh, or, you know, now it is, uh, you know, affect, the message is you are affecting so many groups, not just the solar industry, but clean air groups and minority groups and 100%. Native American groups yeah. and low income. And it's not just low and middle income, you know, and how California is just so expensive to live in. And solar, you know, was one of the last things they can do. The one thing I didn't hear that I really, really think is the key for all of this is the supply and demand of electricity. So we've talked in the previous podcasts about how the, you know, the supply of energy, you know, is really not growing <laughs> that much. Right, and if yeah. anything, it's going down and solar is really, they should be begging us to be building solar and begging us to put up as much solar as quickly as possible, uh, as you know, as we possibly can, mm -hmm. uh, just because you know, so many electric cars, you know, with gas going, you know, over seven dollars a gallon now in, in many parts of California. I was in Arkansas this last week; it was four four dollars a gallon. But uh, wow. anyway, yeah. wow, <laughs> uh, took a picture and uh, <laughs> the memorial. See, kids, this is yeah. what it used to be. And wow. uh, then you know, uh, but I told our friends in Arkansas, "This is uh, coming your way," and they said, "No way ever." <laughs> so uh, I guess they know something we don't. But uh, 
In any event, uh, you know, gas going really high, and then that means people are buying electric cars, but we're also getting a lot of people who are listening to our podcast. I'm going to take full credit uh, for the heat pump issue. So ah, cool. Okay. In Brentwood here, when I left for the rally, it was uh, about 80 degrees and, you know, nine o'clock in the morning. Mm -hmm. I get to San Francisco and it's 50 degrees. Yeah. So it's a big I, mean, difference. I am so glad I brought my big winter coat. Oh, wow. <laughs> And it wasn't enough and because that wind was howling. Microclimate. As, you know, as it does. Here. What's that? Microclimates is what it's called. Microclimate. Yeah. And then when I came back to Brentwood, I got off BART, mm -hmm. uh, our rapid transit system. Yes. And, uh, you know, it was uh, 92 degrees. So uh, it's like, how is that? But we're not that far away. Anyway, so, um, yeah, it, it was, uh, I, I really think the issue of supply and demand is going to resonate a lot more with the CPUC then all of the other social issues, yep, those are important. Um, but PG&E has a good point too, in that they are, you know, they were just out of bankruptcy. Mm -hmm. You know, they paid their CEO fifty million dollars, and now well, he did a good job. Yeah. <laughs> she, she, oh, she, sorry. she. They Adam. did a good job. <laughs> <laughs> nope, she <laughs> identifies as she. Uh, in any event, uh, yeah, there's there's lots of things happening with PG&E. Lots of things happening in solar, as always. But really, PG&E should be now coming out and saying, uh, we need solar, we need it now. And, you know, there will be blackouts uh, without solar, uh, without us figuring out supply and demand, because we can only produce PG&E mm -hmm. so much power during the middle of the day. And when people are using more and more power to power the, you know, electric cars, heat pumps that are reducing the need for natural gas and increasing, really increasing the electrical load all during winter and during summer as well. Yeah. Uh, in colder areas. I was, I, I brought up the whole San Francisco thing. Mm -hmm. It's uh, it's solar is, uh, is the solution and really uh, getting behind the solar movement uh, and solar adoption. Uh, it should be first and foremost on everyone at PG&E's uh, on their mind, not trying to see how we can slow down solar or stop it or, uh, reduce the demand when I, I know, and everyone in our audience knows that when PG&E reduces a carrot, like the net energy metering, and then they introduce a stick of <laughs> these access fees that, uh, so right now people pay about $11 a month to be on the PG&E grid and PG&E wants to you know, charge $10 per uh, kilowatt. Right. So a seven kilowatt system, about the normal size out here. Pretty small though, and with people adding on, uh, that'd be seventy dollars a month that they want to. So that's that's quite a bit. <laughs> so it's a it's a huge increase, and uh, but at the same time, we expect that PG&E electricity rates are going to go sky high. So right now in the summer they're close to fifty five, sometimes sixty cents a kilowatt hour in the super peak. Mm -hmm. I would expect with all these solar issues going on to probably double. And so that's a dollar twenty per kilowatt hour during the summer, which means on a hot day like today in Brentwood, like we were talking, uh, where it's 92 degrees and you know everyone's air conditioner is on, uh, a normal day would be $21 to run the air conditioner. I easily see that going to 40 or $50 a day for that. So, oh boy. Yes. Yes. So solar will still make sense and still be a even, no brainer. Even yeah. with that connection, fee going up to 70 bucks a month. Yes. It'll still be a yes. no brainer, right? 
it'll still be a no brainer, but it, it's going to slow down the adoption. And, you know, solar is definitely booming. Virtually every person I talked to at this rally was saying it's probably costing me, you know, $15,000 to be here right now in lost business. Wow. Yeah. Uh, which is not easy, uh, especially if they had their entire company there. I certainly did not. I'm not that insane, but I'm happy to, <laughs> <laughs> happy to go and support, but uh, not going to take people off of installs and stuff like that. So, uh, yeah, that, that's, uh, customer that's something all right. But, yeah. but in general, you know, for every one person there, there's well over a thousand. There's probably a thousand people behind them that are supporting uh, the solar industry. So it's, it's a never dull moment for sure. And, uh, you know, like I keep saying to our listeners, uh, California is the first. Uh, every single utility that allows solar is watching to see what is happening with PG&E because most uh, of the other states are not so solar friendly and they definitely recognize that solar is a competitor. Mm-hmm. So if this is a way that they can model after, well, if California did it, then we can do it here in Arizona or Texas or um, you know, New Mexico, wherever the sun, the sun is shining <laughs> and it's the sun is shining pretty much all over the United States. Uh, so it's, it's solar does make sense. And as more and more people adopt heat pumps, solar is going to be even bigger, no brainer out in the other States too. So cuckoo, cuckoo, cuckoo every day, <laughs> and every day is something else new. When would, do you think, uh, we're going to hear the upshot? What's the result of these, uh, protests? When do you think they keep uh, the CPUC keeps pushing off the decision? So it's, you know, hopefully it'll get voted down this time and then we can move on with our lives to Mm -hmm. the next crisis that happens in solar. But uh, this one, you know, we started talking about this last year in October, November, and then they were supposed to make the decision in January. But uh, that, yeah, that didn't uh, didn't happen. They wanted to hear more arguments. But uh, hopefully, you know, it's not just you know, the solar industry wants to save jobs. That's not the only message that the solar industry needs to communicate. It is, this will have far and wide reaching uh, effects if it is approved, if it goes into effect. Uh, and probably I would say nine out of 10 solar companies would be out of business within a year if this uh, goes through. So, oh boy. Woo-hoo. but not <clears throat> solar harmonics, solar harmonics will continue. Yeah. <laughs> We well, it sounds like we're you're, in good shape. You're ahead of the curve in terms of uh, anticipating new things happening. So you, you, I guess you have to stay on top of this industry if you're in it, if your livelihood depends on it and uh, all your staff too. Well, yeah, just like anything. I mean, anyone yeah. in the car business, uh, if they're not looking at, you know, 10 years ago, if they weren't looking at electric cars, then, you know, the, and there's a really good book out there for people. It's called Who Moved My Cheese? And mm. it's, it's about these mice and then the experiment and how uh, some mice planned for change. And when change happened, they did not starve. <laughs> and then there's other mice that think everything's going to continue the way it has forever and ever. It's like been like this since we started, you know, 20 years ago, and it's going to continue. Uh, those are the ones that are in big trouble. And so, yes, solar is like any, ind- any other industry, mm-hmm. except we get hit almost every week right. <laughs> with something new. Yeah. Uh, and something going on that is, uh, you know, that we have to work around or we have to adjust. So everyone in solar, if they're still in solar after five years, they have learned to adjust. So 
Uh, I applaud everyone in the solar industry for even sticking it out as long because really they could go and open a pool company or they could open a uh, a roofing company or, you know, there's electric, uh, you know, just stick to electrical <laughs> and they'll make at least what they're making now, if not much, much more yeah. and probably a lot less stress, but maybe not roofing because, you know, roofing mm-hmm. is, uh, I need a new roof now, 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 now. So you can't, yeah. can't be fast enough, but no. in any event, people are in solar because they want to be in solar. And so, uh, it's, you know, it's a really good industry, really good business. And it's uh, you know, they announced there were 60,000 new jobs that were added in solar uh, over the last year, which is not a small number when no, droves awesome. of people are leaving out of California. But anyway, I could keep going on and on, uh, but I think the message is out there. Uh, certainly reach out to the calssa.org. And uh, there's lots of ways that our listening audience can uh, petition the CPUC to, uh, you know, let's, uh, let's slow your roll and uh, at least get informed, not just make a rash decision uh, because you're in the pockets of PG&E. Just kidding. You're not. Or maybe you are. <laughs> <laughs> Go, Gavin Newsom. Yeah. Yeah. Gavin Newsom. <laughs> he is pro-solar. You know, at least he says so. So That's we'll see. Right. But he's not the CPUC. He's just the governor. He's the only the one who appoints like half the seats, right? I mean, yeah, yeah. But, uh, you know, and also he can, you know, shut down an economy too, which is also, wow. I didn't know that he could do that by just, I think you can get rid of the, the quarantines, the CPUC members like the board, right? The voting board. True. Yeah. So what, you know, whatever gets voted today might get unvoted down the road, but right now we, you know, let's, uh, let's, let's again, supply and demand. We need, we need solar to supply energy. We have a tremendous demand that demand is only going up. And so uh, the uh, my anticipation is the more heat pumps, summer bills are going to be the same as the winter bills, or the winter bills will be the same as summer bills. Oh, my. But, you know, you can't grow natural gas on your roof. You can certainly grow solar. That's right. Awesome. Yep. All right, we're going to wrap it up there. If you yep. have a question for an upcoming episode, you know what to do. You can go to our Facebook page. It's Straight Talk SolarCast. If anyone out there knows Gavin Newsom, Tell him we would love to have him as a guest on our program to talk about solar and the future and the CPUC and get more information to him about this really important issue uh, and to make sure that, uh, yeah, find out more about what the plans are for, for uh, you know, the supply and the demand of solar in California. That'd be great. If you have a question that you think we might have covered in the past, you you can go to our website solarharmonics.com click on podcasts at the top and you'll be taken to a library of our past episodes and make sure to share this podcast with a friend who is considering going solar you will save them thousands upon thousands of dollars over the life of the system and they will be your friend forever see you next time everybody that's all for now Thank you for listening to this episode of Straight Talk SolarCast with solar expert Jamie Duran. Join us each week for more answers to your solar questions. Speaking of questions, got some? Email us at solarcast at solarharmonics.com and we'll be sure to give you an answer in an upcoming episode. This episode of Straight Talk SolarCast is brought to you by Solar Harmonics, the leading solar energy developer in Northern California, who invite you to own your energy Visit them on the web at www.solarharmonics.com.